0: J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off.
1: I talk about shopping all year long and I love to encourage people to shop, but I also very much like don't go over your budget. Don't, don't bring debt into the new year, especially now with inflation, because debt's so expensive. So I think that you know overall, consumers are going to be more conservative. They're going to shop more carefully, which is, again, why I think we're seeing these early sales, because uh, retailers are like, shop with me, shop with me.
0: Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here.
2: We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too. And what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance. So they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value.
0: Have you ever found yourself on a cold early November morning after waking from a turkey-induced tryptophan coma, standing outside the mall in your PJs or whatever you could grab at 4.30 in the morning, waiting for a store to open on Black Friday and thinking, is this really worth it? Well, I sure have, and although most of us do a majority of our shopping online these days, I had a puzzling question that I needed to find an answer for. Is Black Friday dead, or should we all still really care about this retail-related, made-up shopper's holiday the Friday after Thanksgiving? Our pod friend, resident shopping expert, and accomplished lifestyle journalist and TV commentator, Trey Boge, is here to answer this question and so many more for this special Black Friday shopping episode to kick off the holidays. We talk about what you can save the most on for Black Friday this year, how to financially survive the holidays with the rise of inflation, how to cultivate a healthy mindset when all the Black Friday shopping headlines try to lure you into spending even more money, is Cyber Monday still a thing, and so much more. I'll let Trey give you all the juicy Black Friday details. Buckle up and let's start talking and let's start shopping. Yeah, you know, we're, we're talking about Black Friday and I've got a lot of questions, especially this year. And when I was thinking about, you know, how I wanted to kind of open things up here during our conversation, I thought, okay, here's the place I want to I start. Because the one thing I'm really kind of stuck on is, excuse the French, but why the F, like, why do we even still have Black Friday? Like, does this even matter anymore? <laughs>
1: Yeah, why the F is the question. Um, So yes, Black Friday still matters. You know, Black Friday, you may know it started, you know, decades ago. um, And I think it was in, in Pennsylvania, actually, as a way for businesses to kind of have an exciting sale day to get out of the black. Um, and so, or out of the red, is it out of the red?
0: <laughs> out of the red. I think no, it's out of the remember. red and into the black, right? Yes.
1: Right. So out of the red.
0: It sounds counterintuitive, but yes. <laughs> yes.
1: I know. I always get confused and you know, I shouldn't of course. So out of, you know, businesses were trying to get out of the red by having these sales and then it kind of picked up steam and more and more stores and more and more locations started having these sales events. And then of course, you know, the Of it was, you know, customers trampling each other to get into Walmart on Black Friday. And now with online shopping, things have changed yet again, where uh, we don't see those big crowds and uh, the crush at the door necessarily because a lot of people are doing their shopping online on Black Friday. But to to ultimately answer your question is that Black Friday still does matter. It is a very important sale time for many, many businesses. However, it does look different in the sense that people are shopping online, like I said. But the other change is that... Uh, retailers have also been kind of pushing shopping earlier and earlier, and this has been going on for the past five, six, seven years. Where we're starting to see these exciting sales events um, in early to mid October now, and so Black Friday continues to be powerful, but maybe not as powerful now because of these early holiday shopping sales that we're seeing.
0: Yeah, and I'm 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 thinking about that too. You know, I, I remember. It wasn't even that long ago where there were, you know, news stories of people just like crushing each other to try and get in the store at some like obscene hour to me at least. (laughs) Like, you know, four or five in the morning to try and get like the best deal. And so there was this real like, to me, like a real differential uh, around Black Friday because it was this kind of in-person event where you know, I think places had stuff online, of course, but it was really about the act of like going out and shopping. And now our shopping behavior has changed so much. I mean, I I honestly don't go to a whole lot of stores to shop anymore. But, you know, also thinking about now I've seen there be like a Black Friday sales in July or, you know, they're really trying to like roll out this Black Friday thing multiple times of a year. So, you know, thinking about the Black Friday that obviously happens after Thanksgiving, you know, d- do we get the best deals at that time of the year or is it, you know, any of these other times of the year where we can actually really score a deal too?
1: Right. So, you know, I would say that we see these other kind of quote-unquote Black Friday sales like in July, uh like in October. Um it's a tool for retailers to generate excitement during slow periods. So July and October typically are pretty ho-hum times for retailers. And so they're trying to kind of drum up some excitement by using that Black Friday language or like holiday in July, for example. Um, And so, so that's to say that while Black Friday sales uh, are often the best of the year in certain categories. You can also find other good deals at other times of the year now. Um, and so July has actually become a very exciting time for shopping, uh, You know, primarily because of Amazon Prime Day and then surrounding that, all the competitive deals that we see around Amazon Prime Day. And now we have this early October Thing that's happening where we have Amazon's early access, uh, their prime early access sale. I'm just like wrapping my head around the, the name of the sale now. And, um, Target has their deal days, which they had last year. Walmart has been a little bit quiet. I'm, they're talking about extended price protection and return policies, but I haven't seen like a big sale announcement from them, but I wouldn't be surprised to see one any day now. Overstock.com is having a big sale um, or they just actually finished it up. and I think we'll see more um, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, retailers were, will all be clamoring to kind of compete with each other to, you know, Secure uh, a few of our limited dollars because ultimately, uh, what I'm seeing in terms of sales predictions, it's going to be really like not that exciting of a holiday shopping season from a financial perspective. And so, retailers are really looking to take a piece of that pie um, before customers run out of money during this holiday shopping season.
0: Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, like specifically this year, thinking about inflation and and just kind of everything that's happening in the world it's also i think really interesting maybe you have some perspective on this too because this is kind of the first year where we're sort of outside the the covid you know couple of years where people are shopping without masks or whatever we're just kind of in that that different phase but really thinking about you know everybody's wallet feeling pinched this year you know, what is going to happen with with inflation? I mean, is it going to be that there, there are less and less people shopping? Does that change the amount of deals that are available? Or do you think people just don't really care? I mean, it's the holidays, and that's what we do, we go shopping?
1: Yeah, so I think that uh, the impression I'm getting is that consumers are going to be pretty conservative in their spending this year. You know, according to Deloitte, um, where they're predicting a, a jump, at for uh of four to six percent this year over last year where last year we were up fifteen point one percent which was just you know wow massive okay. right um and 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 very unusual uh so you know this is a a bit upsetting I think for retailers <laughs> and it also shows what our sentiment is as consumers, that we're kind of looking to to chill a little bit, we're being very careful with our money, you know, and you can't help it really, because groceries are up 13.5% on average. And so, you know, that's a category where consumers can't do anything about that, right? Like, you have to buy food for your family. And so that's, to me, where consumers will spend their money, and then perhaps see what's left over for holiday shopping. I mean, I am also of the mind that I think we over, uh, we over shop over the holidays anyway. I don't know. And this is what I, I mean, I talk about shopping all year long and I love to encourage people to shop, but I also very much like, don't go over your budget. Don't, Don't bring debt into the new year, especially now with inflation, because debt's so expensive. So I think that, you know, overall, consumers are going to be more conservative. They're going to shop more carefully, which is, again, why I think we're seeing these early sales, because uh, retailers are like, shop with me, shop with me, you know, rather than my competitor is kind of the, the goal, ultimately.
0: So let's get in a little bit of the nitty gritty because I know you always have some amazing ideas for for brands and deals and those sorts of things. So if if we're if we're thinking of shopping this, let's go like specific Black Friday and then I want to talk about Cyber Monday and kind of compare and contrast those. But specifically Black Friday, like how what are we spending money on and what are some of the ways? Maybe some insider secret ways that we can save more money.
1: Sure. So Black Friday is really known for electronics in particular, and in my experience, over Black Friday is when you're going to save the most throughout the year on uh, TVs, laptops, tablets, phones. You know that whole that whole genre of of product. So. Uh, and especially anything that comes in a bundle. So like video game consoles with a couple games, like that kind of thing is what
0: you want to wait for, wait, wait until Black Friday for. Um, and then... And can you get those deals like on these early Black Friday sales or is this like specifically Black Friday?
1: I'm I'm not expecting to see those deals now. So I'm expecting those deals to come on Black Friday itself. Those That's a category that I would recommend holding off on. Although so we're seeing some kind of unexpected sales um, right now in electronics because of overstock issues due to supply chain problems that we've been having through the pandemic. So retailers are, are sitting on kind of unexpected things. Like I'm seeing more sales on TVs right now than I would normally, but these aren't going to be sort of the best deals of the year. I think these are kind of Ways to you know uh, to incentivize consumers to shop now if they can. You if you need a TV right now, like you can save a bit. You know, will you save as much as you would over Black Friday? I would say probably not. Um, I'm also seeing a lot of casual clothing on on clearance level discount because uh, of of all the orders that retailers placed. Sort of in the early days of the yeah, pandemic, okay. and all that stuff is is here, and and nobody wants casual clothing <laughs> anymore. So it's like that's that's a bit of an issue. Um. So for right now, if you're if you're interested in what you should be looking for from these sales, you know what I'm seeing are sales across multiple categories. So it's a little bit hard to to really nail it down. Like this is the thing I would buy. But, you know, again, the casual clothing, some TVs, some classic games, which is kind of interesting, classic toys and games. Um, I would look at now. And then, you know, what I would also say is if you are, if you can kind of wrap your head around holiday shopping this early in the season, I would strongly suggest, and I probably said this before on your show, make a list, get organized, have your recipients, general ideas, Uh, what you might spend per person so you can kind of stay on track. Because with this extended holiday shopping season, I think it's harder to stay organized. And you could potentially go over budget because you start shopping now and then you shop over Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then you do some more shopping in December. And that can kind of throw you off track if you're not uh, organized and approaching this in a methodical way.
0: That's great advice. I love that because I think... Just from a mindset perspective, like having that list of who you're shopping for and how much you've spent or how much you have left to spend, I think it just all of those things keep you very focused. And when it comes to money, it's so important because it's so easy to just, especially on a sale. I know, right? This is, this is the piece. This is how they they work us, right? Is, <laughs> you know, you see something on sale and it's like, well, I, well, I have to have that too. And before you know it, yeah, you're reaching for your credit cards and just all sorts of things happen. So, you know, I mean, I know this is true, but I would love to hear your input, right? I mean, retailers like they study the psychology, right, behind how how to get us to shop.
1: 100%. So, it's really that that sense of urgency that retailers create and part of that is, you know, Amazon announces their sale and then Target announces theirs. And then we see another one from this one, another one from that one. And like, as a shopper, you're like, Oh my God, I need to get on the ball. I need to start shopping right now. And meanwhile, like you have, you've got like almost 90 days until Christmas. So it's like, okay, everybody slow down a little bit. And it's funny because even, you know, news networks have been coming to me and like using this language, like, um, is this the earliest we've ever started shopping in the history of shopping? And I'm like, no, like this has been going on for years. So it's just like, I'm kind of like, okay, dial it back for a second. You know, yes, this is still a story. Yes. This is still an important topic, but this is not like, we're not record breaking, you know, in terms of the, the, our, our early shopping, like we've done this before. So, um, I would just suggest to consumers to just like, don't get caught up in this frenzy that retailers are trying to create. And and to kind of go back to the the shopping list again, you know, I, I love this idea, because you can, you could do this every year, like even in like the notes app on your phone, for example, and build a little chart and like go back, because your, your financial situation may have changed from last year to this year. So if you look at last year and say, okay, was I on budget? Yes. Is my financial situation the same? Yes. Okay. I'm good to go. Like with how I did last year. But if, if, if you lost your job this year or if you have a new job and you're making more money, like you should make tweaks accordingly to that holiday shopping budget. And also my hope is, is that you've saved a little bit for holiday shopping along the way. So it's not like this, you know, financial bottleneck. Um, from October through December. Um, So I think that list is really important for that reason too, just to, to reflect back on last year and like and do maybe do better this year and not bring debt into the new year also, because with inflation, debt's so expensive. And so we really need to be careful if you're on a tight budget and you went over budget last year, like try to do differently this year. And, and that might be not getting caught up in this early holiday shopping frenzy as a, as a part of it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I really, I really like this that we're, that we're emphasizing this. I do something where I take, uh, just kind of an average amount of how much we've spent every year on the holidays. And then we actually, starting in January, set aside a small amount every single month to make sure that we have that, that bucket of money Mm -hmm. set aside when, you know, we want to start holiday shopping. And you're, you're a, you're a shopping expert. So, like, do you have any, any, you know, tricks or tips of, of what you do personally for your own spending?
1: So the the approach that you're taking is the exact approach that I would recommend. I mean, it's kind of like the old school Christmas club, which I don't understand yes. why they're not really a thing anymore. I mean, some of the like some local banks have them, um, but you can't really find a Christmas club these days. And I'm just like, this is the best way not to go over budget. Um, you know, and I will say, you know, I I have a really unusual Um, position because I shop for a living. And so I write gift guides every, every month and many over the holiday shopping season. So I don't buy a lot (laughs) for the holidays because I'm (laughs) shopping for everyone on my list, like as I'm writing these pieces. And so this, these products are arriving to my house. So I, you know, people who receive your privilege. Yes. Yeah. They know like they, they're like, Oh, Trey probably didn't buy that, but I don't care. Cause it's awesome. You know? So uh, yeah, I have a very, very privileged situation on my end, but if I were to be shopping, um, like, like a regular shopper, like everyone else out there, I would absolutely do what you're doing. So I love your plan.
0: That's QUINCE.com slash ETM to get free shipping and three hundred and sixty five day returns. Quince.com slash ETM In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnin provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 dollars per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. It will really help the show. Talking money under podcast. Earnin' is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. How do you, how do you come you know, to even like find the information to put in a gift guide? Like, how do you compile that?
1: So it's many years of connecting with brands and publicists. And so I have a list of maybe 2500 contacts that I send a uh, a newsletter out to every month to let them know like these are the stories I'm working on. And so now like and this has taken me years to to get to this point. So when I send this email out I get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pitches. And then I have to kind of go through them and you know, I'm looking for certain things. I'm, you know, I'm looking for things under fifty, like or under a hundred, or things like I'm writing right now, um, a story on personalized gifts because they take longer uh, to make. And so, like I'm and I'm testing all of this stuff, and I'm very serious about that. So I'm testing custom made jewelry. I'm testing custom made pajamas, um, I, like hats, jeans. Boots, like literally anything that you can have customized, I'm doing it, and it's—I mean—a great deal of fun. But that's how I find the things that I include in my gift guides, and I really try not to repeat. Um, so I'm always looking for new things, new brands, um, and I talk to a lot of small brands too who don't have publicists because, you know, I want to—I want to help them grow as well. But I take this very seriously, and it's funny because I've worked with edit- some editors in the past who were like. Uh, why do you have to try everything? I'm like, what? Like, I'm not gonna go on Amazon and look at right. reviews that could have been bought for all I know. Like, I wanna actually taste the chocolate. I wanna try on the pants, like I wanna do that stuff to so I know that it's real and it's good and then I can feel comfortable writing about it.
0: So anybody listening, right, we can have access to these gift guides so that we can actually, you know, buy products, right?
1: Yeah, so you can you can always go to my website at truetray.com. I have all my gift guides there and I keep them all from all the years past as well. And then, you know, my those articles syndicate to MSN and then I feature a lot of these products on my Instagram. And I would say um to be a little bit promotional for just a second if you'll if if you'll um,
0: <laughs> yes. allow please. me. Yeah, tell us tell us some of your faves. Yeah,
1: so well so my my Instagram at truetray is like a place where you can go almost every day. And for, with savings tips, I'm constantly sharing stuff. That's very timely, like what we're talking about right now. So it's like, if anyone's looking for kind of ongoing stuff, I hope that you'll check that out. Cause I I'm doing like reels and I'm doing little videos and all sorts of stuff, but always very relevant and timely to what's happening right now and what, what shoppers might be thinking about.
0: Yeah, so uh, tell us like if you if you can indulge us like do you have any favorites on your gift guide coming up?
1: So the personalized one, I'm well actually let's I'm going I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I just wrote an article about um, my favorite kind of just because gifts and that's a post that you can find on truetray.com. and there are so many gifts that you could like for any occasion that just pops up. There's so many, like there's one just like popping into my mind, Knack, um, which is K-N-A-C-K. Um, they are one of my very favorite sites for just like an anytime gift because they have um, gifts that you can create yourself into a beautiful gift box or they have like, you know, already assembled gift boxes. Their packaging is amazing and they personalize each box for the, recipient. So it's a very cool, very personalized way to give a gift, but it makes it, they make it so easy. And then maybe the other one that I'm just like popping into my mind right now is one called Bake Me a Wish, which is um, a New York based bakery. And they do baked goods for like literally any occasion. They can be customized and they have like any flavor, any size, they have cookies, they have cakes, they have pies. And it's just like a really good gifting site in general and the gift, go- the baked goods are really, really, really tasty. I can attest to that. Um, so, those are two of my favorites off the top of my head. But that's like, a, I feel like a really useful list of like, oh crap, I just forgot someone's birthday. Or like, oh, I, you know, someone did something really kind for me. I want to thank them and send them a little something. It's like kind of that gift guide where, you know, it's just like in those moments where you're like, oh my God, I don't know what to get this person. Like, hopefully, I've found something for everyone within that gift guide and then coming up i'll have lots of holiday um related gift guides as well probably starting early november
0: i love that because i feel like we're always looking for some some unusual or original gift to give so it's always great to have those ideas and i want to talk a little bit about cyber monday so kind of going back to like the first question that i asked you you know thinking about you know why does cyber monday exist and and is it even relevant like does black friday just bleed into cyber monday or are those two totally separate things
1: so this is a great question so I, I i don't feel like cyber monday is nearly as relevant as it was in the first few years when it came out because black at the time black friday and cyber monday were different so black friday was in store cyber monday was online and so they felt very different. Now I kind of feel like, you know, it's like 4 days of savings, right? It's like Black Friday th- through the weekend through Cyber Monday. A lot of the deals are the same. A lot of the deals are both online and in-store. So to me it's more just like a little like nugget of time where you can save a lot. The one difference that I would say is that on Black Friday the sales Can tend to lean more specific to like one item in, like, say, in a collection, for example, like this sweater. But on Cyber Monday, because you know it, it originated online and it just has kind of a slightly different feel, the difference would be. You know, if Black Friday won sweater styles on on sale from a, a like J Crew, for example, on Cyber Monday, like all sweaters might be on sale. So that to me is like the difference that I've seen. And then the other thing that I would say is on Cyber Monday, you know, for retailers that are a little bit more nimble, uh, smaller retailers in particular, if they didn't have a great Black Friday, they can kind of ramp things up on Cyber Monday. So you might see some kind of unexpected surprise sales or like. Black Friday is extended through these days, you know, to kind of, so they can kind of continue to generate more income during the sale period. So that's the main difference. Um, So, but I would say like, if you're, if you're looking to shop through that time period, like start on Black Friday and then just know that you have like four days to like get your shopping done.
0: I like it. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're just like kind of using terminology now, but it's all, it's all kind of bleeding into, into each other. And so, okay, we go through that like four day sale period. And let's say that, you know, um, you know, Christmas is still, if we're, if we're buying for Christmas, it's still, you know, about, I don't know, 25, 26 days, somewhere, you know, somewhere in that neck of the woods away from that period of time are there any deals still to be had when we get into December or should we really look at these like four days in November and say, okay, like this is our peak shopping time for the deals. Mm -hmm.
1: So um, I feel like black Friday through cyber Monday is a little bit of a peak for certain things. So for electronics uh, for uh, beauty um, and I'm trying to think of the other category. I mean, and sort of end of fall apparel you'll see through black Friday, like black Friday through cyber Monday. And then like Apple deals, for example. Um, And of course that falls into electronics, but like that stands out because Apple doesn't have a lot of deals throughout the year. So those that's kind of the sweet spot for those things for December. um, I often recommend that people shop for sort of the hot toys on their list. Um, and winter apparel, uh, furniture. Those categories tend to be a bit more deeply discounted in December. Um, And then as as Christmas or Hanukkah approach, you can start to see more clearance level deals on holiday themed things as retailers are like, oh crap, I have to get rid of all these gift boxes. (laughs) Like you'll start seeing that happening. Um, So that's kind of how I suggest people shop it's like look at those categories for black friday cyber monday and then the other ones for early december and then you know that you'll find some good savings for um for those holiday themed things as as christmas approaches but what i would say also is that you know speaking of hot toys in particular like you'll start seeing i think we've seen walmart's but i don't know if anybody else has theirs out yet maybe amazon does um not covering toys so much anymore. It's just like too much. (laughs) Um, but I would say that like, if, if a child on your list is asking for X, Y, Z toy and X, Y, Z color, and it's on some of those hot toy lists, you may just want to get it now and don't try to save a lot on it because the savings won't be there, but like those things could sell out. Um, and so that's one thing that I would maybe just jump on and, and sort of sacrifice, Uh, a sale because if you wait too long and then you can't get it and then you've got a child who's upset. And of course there's a great lesson there when you say to them, you can't always get what you want, but that's a whole other (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Um, But that's one (laughs) one thing I would kind of get a jump on. And of course, like if like Nintendo is launching a new console um, and everybody's going to want it, like you don't necessarily want to wait until black Friday for it because then you might just be out of luck for six months or whatever.
0: Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today, and I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses, and I manage all of our household to-dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized because that's not one of my strengths, without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash etm. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash etm, and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show, notion.com slash etm.
1: Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club Tune into the Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to the Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club.
3: Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts.
0: And I want to talk a little bit about um, a a lot of these buy now, pay later services that are available. I'm actually, I actually really like them. I like using them personally because I don't like giving a retailer like all my money at once if I don't have to. But I'm also a big advocate of you, you got to make sure that you... Create a note or you have some sort of information around how many payments you have to make sure you actually make those payments and you're not in a situation where you're like, oh, shit, I've got $300 worth of payments due and I, I can't make those payments. So, of course, it's, it's you know, shopping responsibly, but curious what your thoughts are, you know, are, are companies now like really leaning into these buy now, pay later, or are they kind of seeing them maybe more of like a disaster zone for shopping?
1: It's so funny because I like them also, and I've seen so many financial experts say, you know, like, oh, watch out, it's terrible. And I'm like, what's terrible about being able to spread A purchase across three to four payments. Like obviously, it's terrible if you don't stick to the payment schedule, like you said. But if you're responsible and you take it seriously, I mean, why not? It's so much better than putting it on a credit card and carrying that balance from month to month to month, right? So buy now, pay later for me. I'm a huge fan. I do see more retailers kind of adopting it. It's I think it's become kind of the like a standard thing at checkout online with especially larger retailers, pretty much everyone has it. Uh, uh, has a service of some kind. I would just say, you know, read the fine print. Be really clear that you understand. Like, um, is this three months? Do I have four months? Like, what is it? And then just stick to that schedule. And you know, it's kind of like a, a modern layaway, and and I I love it. I just think I don't know why there are so many haters <laughs> for buy now. Pay for I agree. That. Yeah, I don't get I'm it. So
0: happy you're in agreement because it's zero percent interest. And, you know, we, we bought some patio furniture uh, a couple of months ago and it was, it was a fairly large expense and we were able to extend it over, I believe it was like eight or nine months of payments with zero interest. And I just thought, well, of course, like, why would I not do this? This is fantastic. So I agree with you. There, there are a lot of haters out there and I don't really understand it, but I'm, um, I, you you said something that really kind of tripped something in my brain. And I'm thinking about, you know, sometimes when I would go like the very few times that I actually go out to a store and I'm shopping at the store and I then I realized like, okay, I want to buy these items, but maybe there isn't such a great sale in store, but I know there probably is one online and online I could probably do the buy now pay later, mm. which I can't really do in the store. So... You know, I'm just I'm thinking about this like specifically for the the Black Friday holiday shopping. Do you find that sometimes there are better deals in store and maybe you can use some of these buy now pay later, whatever it might be, versus I'm sorry, online versus in store?
1: So buy now pay later is also available in store, but I think it's important to to talk about the fact that you're standing in a checkout line with a bunch of people behind you. You don't necessarily have time to read the fine print, right? So like if you've used it before, say it's a firm, for example, and you've used it before and you're kind of familiar with what the terms are, like, yes, I think it's fine to do it at checkout in a store, but I would strongly suggest that if people are interested in buy now, pay later to make that purchase online so they can take the time to read the terms and and be really comfortable with what those terms are And then to answer your other question about um, sales being online and in-store. So in general, these days, retailers offer very similar, if not the same pricing, both online and in-store to create what they call an omni-channel shopping experience. So that allows the shopper to shop in the way that they're the most comfortable. So generally that's the case but you know a lot of uh larger retailers like you know targets kind of talking about this a lot where they offer their price protection you know if you buy something in store and you happen to see it on their site less you know a month a month later for example you can ask for a refund and that's kind of what's nice about this early holiday shopping season is you know a, a lot of the larger retailers are offering price protection so you can go back and be like hey I saw this was on sale and you know I I'd like to you know get a refund for the difference you know it's an extra step and it's a little bit of a hassle but like that's there um we're extended we're seeing extended return policies as well where Um, even if you buy something like in early October, for example, that your your recipient can return it sort of well into January. Um, And so that's nice to see too, because I think that if you were going to shop early and then your recipient couldn't return the gift, then you're kind of like in trouble there. Um, But I, I do typically see the same deals across both places, but it's important to note, especially with these overstocks, like we were talking a few minutes ago, talking about a few minutes ago, is that um, you? What sometimes what you might find is when you're in store, you'll see like a sale on something, and maybe there are two colors or limited sizing. But then if you go online, you might find right. that same pricing online, but with way more colors and way more sizing. So because of the sort of the limitations of brick and mortar in terms of square footage sometimes in-store is more limited, which is another reason why like I love to shop online, Um, just because you can, you have like just a broader selection. And then it's, I find it easier to compare prices online. I find it easier to use browser extensions. And we've talked about that before with using coupon sites. I think it's just easier to, to try to save and find those extra little savings opportunities online versus in-store.
0: So as always, we've talked about so much good stuff, Trey. I, I love this; it always inspires me to like get out and find find good deals and, <laughs> and, and shop smarter. But kind of putting everything in perspective, like if you were just to, just to sum up, you know, how do we how do we survive the the holidays financially and really? really make, you know, really smart shopping decisions. Like what are maybe one or two tips that you would give us kind of in summation of of how to think about shopping this holiday season?
1: Sure. So we, you know, we talked about the shopping list. I would say, start there, make your list, recipients, gift ideas, a budget for each. And then, you know, just sort of look for sales, you know, pay attention to those emails that you're getting from your favorite retailers um, and shop along the way. I would also say that if you're shopping online to make sure that you have at least one browser extension installed, um, like Coupon Cabin or Slick Deals or Rakuten or, or have a couple of them. Um, so that way you can find additional savings opportunities like cash back on top of a sale that a retailer having or uh, an additional coupon you can apply at checkout. That's a good way to just sort of you know, save very easily along the way. I would also say, and we didn't talk so much about credit cards, but if you are going to be shopping with your credit cards, make sure you're shopping with the credit card that has the best kind of savings potential, like uh, a credit card that's going to give you 2% cash back on your purchase or some kind of benefit. um, And then, but also I will say that if you're carrying a lot of credit card debt, I would say like, put the credit cards away and shop with your debit card or, or in cash this holiday shopping season. Um, so that's kind of what I would, what my approach would be, uh, for holiday shopping in, in general. And then kind of the last thing I would say is don't worry about what other people are spending or giving buy within your means. Like if you have an aunt who is very generous and she gives you very extravagant gifts, you do not have to respond in kind. You know, if, you, if you're if you well off and you want to, then yes. But if you're on a budget, give her something that you can afford, not something that's sort of commensurate with what she's been
0: giving you. So the moral of the story is Black Friday isn't dead. But we can all certainly steal a tip or two from Trey and just shop smarter this holiday season. I am in a desperate need of a new laptop for the show, so I'm, I'm for sure going to be using Trey's tips on all those browser shopping extensions so that I can find the best deal. Trey has so many amazing shopping tips over at her site, truetray.com where you'll find shopping guides and tips and so many other things that she talked about on this episode. You can also find her on Instagram at truetrey for shopping tips on a daily basis. If you enjoyed this episode, yeah, go ahead, share with a few friends right now, let them in on the Black Friday fun. As always, you can add to the show notes for all the links to our episode guests, and I will see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode.
2: Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.